me a mission, I got demons to slay. Communication made you talk in this way. What's going on, Anxious World? I got a quick message for you. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention offers these helpful tips. One, focus on what is in your control. Two, do what helps you feel safe. Three, stay in the present. And four, connect with others. If you need help right now, please text TALK to 741-741 for the crisis text line. Anxious world, what's going on, everybody? I thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Anxiety About Anxiety. Like always, I'm your host, Keith. Back here to share these, you know, these inspirational stories of hope. Those, you know, these stories of overcoming our mental health struggles. These stories of advocating for mental health awareness. You know, using our voices for change using our voices to help break that stigma that exists out there in the world, you know, and just showing people, you know, it's okay not to be okay. First of all, it's okay to be going through some things in life. And it's also okay to use our voice and share what we're going through. You know, you never know who you might help out there in the world. It's somebody listening to this episode right now. That's going to get some value out of this episode. Keyword value. They're going to, you know, probably find, some, you know, find something in this episode that they can incorporate in their life. Or they might, you know, might relate to this story that you're going to hear today. And, you know, it might give them some hope. So that's what I'm here to do. That's what this platform is all about. So, yeah. So let's get into it. So on this episode, I'm joined by Lashante Givens. Lashante is a behavioral health technician and she was diagnosed with PTSD at the age of 36 um, and that comes from some trauma that she experienced you know some trauma that she experienced throughout her childhood and she's going to open up and share you know what she went through and uh how she was able to you know take that P- that PTSD diagnosis and change her life around you know she's going to talk about um working out you know uh, going for runs and you know when she feel like it's a trigger or whatever you know she'll she'll go you know take a run and you know get her mind right so she gonna she gonna share some helpful tips in this episode and I just want to say thank you to her for you know being a, a voice for mental health you know um, advocating for mental health thank you so much I really really appreciate it and the title of her episode is the battle to heal well so anxious world i want everybody out there to stay safe you know um take care of yourself take care of your loved ones and most of all take care of your mental health so i'll be back next week with another inspirational story everybody thank you be blessed
Hello, everyone. And before I get started, I'd like to thank Keith for having me as a guest on Anxiety About Anxiety. Um, It is an honor and it is a privilege, and I'm grateful that I'm able to share my story. And hopefully, it will help others to be more comfortable about their journey of wellness and mental health and maybe help someone to advocate more about um, mental wellness as well. My name is Lashante Gibbons. And in October of 2016, at the age of 36, I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. Uh, There is a history of mental disorder in my family. So as a child, I helped out with an aunt who was a diagnosed uh, paranoid schizophrenic, and she was also bipolar. As a young adult, I also worked in the mental health as a behavior health technician and the group of population was criminals with mental illnesses and disorders so I have been around many different people that has had their different uh, mental illnesses and disorders so I'm very familiar Um, in 2008 I decided that I was going to work on some things about me internally that I just wanted to change. So without therapeutic help, I began to face a lot of unresolved childhood issues that were uh, traumatic for me. And as I was on that journey in 2010, um, I began to experience what seemed like a lot of events of betrayal and uh, just painful situations that I couldn't prevent. I couldn't see happening, anything like that. And it felt like these things were happening to me back to back. And this went on for about six years where I finally felt like I just couldn't take any more. And I had to go and talk to someone about it. Um, I did go to a therapist. I was diagnosed with PTSD, but this therapist wasn't really a good therapist. Um, I shared the story of the events that happened mainly in a church setting and All of a sudden, our roles in the therapy session, it switched. When I began to talk about forgiveness and what was going on in the church and things like that, she began to tell me her issues with the church and her issues with her husband and and a whole lot of things. And I knew, you know, this wasn't going to work out for me. So uh, the pinnacle of my pain happened in a church setting, uh, but it did not change my faith. I didn't waver. I, it didn't change what I thought about God. Um, I decided to fight uh, to live. And because I wasn't given any tools from my therapist, I did have to figure out exactly what PTSD was because she didn't tell me. Um, I had to do research about its symptoms and I had to note how the symptoms were showing up in my life and what I could do to bring order from the disorder that I had. You know, and I quickly discovered that I most likely lived my life with this disorder and didn't know. And I'm talking about my life from an adolescent, possibly a toddler. Um, I experienced trauma so early in age that trauma just it was normal and it was common. You know, I grew up in an unsafe neighborhood. So, you know, everyone knew, you know, get in the house before a certain time because there would be gunfire, you know. And in my house, I was also physically, mentally, verbally, and emotionally abused. So I was always told that I was hated. My mother always uh, told me, you know, she should have aborted me. Uh, 
she didn't mind putting her hands on me. I've had to hide bruises and lie to teachers and all kind of things as an elementary school student. Um, I was not nurtured or cared for. And whatever I did learn positive, um, if I brought it home, I was bullied for it. So I learned how to read. I had great test scores, but my mom would tell me, you know, that don't mean you're smart. You're still stupid. Or, you know, I played musical instruments and I would get bullied. You know, black people don't play those instruments. And I am at heart a musician, so I learned how to play the oboe. I learned how to play the bassoon. I learned percussion instruments, steel band and steel drums and xylophones and timpanis. And those things are a part of my heart. I still love classical music as well. Um, As I was growing up, I was repeatedly molested from the ages 5 through 11. And because I wasn't safe with my mom, I remember embracing the molestation because it seemed to be the lesser of the two situations I was in. Uh, It was more, it felt more safe, although it wasn't, you know. And even though I embraced the molestation, I even perceived the violation as a love-oriented relationship. So I know that's a lot to unpack, but I want it to be understood that sometimes your disorder didn't start when you was diagnosed, but may have possibly always been there. Mine was always there. I just didn't know. Um, Depression and suicide became familiar with me at the age of eight. I also have a history of a few suicide attempts, Um, one as a teenager, two as a young adult never having the depression and suicidal thoughts after the age of 24. Um, I have faced a lot of difficulties growing up because my trauma was a secret, but my behavior became unruly because of the pain. Um, I was offered as a child to speak with a psychologist from uh, my school, but my mother declined by saying that there was nothing wrong with me. I was 11 years old at the time, and I was flunking school. I had six Fs in one A. I was suicidal. I was depressed. I was being sexually molested by a man. Um, I was being brutalized by her. Um, The emotional ups and downs and cycles I went through, they were directly attached to a disorder. Um, I didn't know I had trauma, and I didn't know I had a disorder. I didn't know even how to help myself or even speak up to say, I think I believe I was more afraid to say I needed help. Um, To bring things up to speed, to this day, I do work hard to help myself heal from a lot. I use every tool I can get access to. And I use my faith in my relationship with God as a priority. I haven't gone back to therapy, but I honestly believe that uh, therapy does work if you find the right therapist. I do understand that if I come into a place that feels so weighted for me that I would absolutely go and check in with a therapist. Um, I learned as a tip to create a routine of order to help me balance out my disorder. What I mean by that is that every morning I do have a routine. I get up, I pray, I 
have devotion or a meditation time. Um, I do like my little daily activities to get yourself ready. I do make my bed or, you know, I do something else, which is running. I'm an avid runner. I run uh, 5K daily, maybe six days a week. Um, some days, if I can't run, I usually have to walk because I've had some type of trigger that has happened and I have to kind of work through it. Um, I use running and activity for mental clarity moments more than I do physical health. So sometimes you can work out and it's not about how you look. It's about helping you to make it through a moment or make it through a day that you need you know, you need that help, you need that push, you need that moment to make through. I also leave room to change some things around for me. Like I give myself grace, although I have this plan or this to-do list that I have on a day and a routine, I leave myself grace for things not to go the way that I planned. I do not have myself so tied into something being in such an order that if something goes wrong, it throws me off or it makes me upset. No, I have my plans. The things that I don't change about me is that I don't flick out on prayer or meditation, but I do allow myself room to adapt if something else um, happens or occur. Something else I put into place is rest. Rest is a good tip. Sometimes you have to find time to just rest. That you're not thinking about what's going on. Your mind isn't running 100 miles per hour. And this is something that you have to practice. Because when you have a mental disorder, by all means, your mind and your mental tends to run and race. Find a way or find something that helps calm you. Classical music has a way and a calming effect. Um, Drawing or coloring, something that is more, um, doesn't implement a lot of excitement, especially if you're someone that really struggles with anxiety. Doing something that brings calmness to you works. For me, I've learned a lot about herbalism, so I like certain teas or candles I create an atmosphere that calms me down if I am too um, anxious about something or I find my mind wondering too much about a thing if I'm uh, wondering too much I take the time out to uh, pray I may have to journal something I may have to just recollect myself and that's great for anybody Another thing that I put into place, which is a great tip, is to remember to be kind and gracious to yourself. You know, I I try to treat myself with more kindness and give myself more grace because I'm not only trying to bring something in from disorder into order. I realize that it takes time to do that. It takes time. It takes time to develop what works for me. So it's going to take time to develop what works for you. It takes um, work and time to heal. And you need to have that same grace, that love and kindness applied to you before you can give it to, you know, other people. Make sure you don't skip you. 
Make sure you don't rush to be for others and you've not taken the time to be for yourself. Another tip that I always go by is uh, don't do it alone. I, I, I know when it comes to mental illnesses and disorders, sometimes you're uncomfortable. Sometimes a person can be shamed because of, you know, it's behavioral or, you know, you, you can't stop certain things or, you know, triggers happen and things like that. Listen, do not hide or isolate yourself because of what you're going through, what you're feeling like. Don't do that because isolation makes things a little worse than what it, it could be. What you actually need is support. You need the encouragement, the motivation, the accountability to show up as the best version that you can show up for that particular day. And the reason why I say you need that support is that sometimes you cannot have the strength But if you have a support group or support people, they love you enough and they care enough and they understand enough to hand you some of the strength that they have through encouragement and motivation so you can show up the best way you can at that moment. Um, The last thing I did that is a part of my healing journey is I launched a podcast on a whim. It's called Heal Well with me, LaShante Givens, you know, and I create PDFs that I give for free uh, certain principles about certain things that come along with your disorder or, you know, I talk about rage or regret or having courage and things like that. So what I'm saying is that you should absolutely advocate for what you're going through. This mental illness and mental disorder um, journey is a healing journey so you should use your platform to even speak you don't have to be a a a grand person that you're going to create a corporation or anything like that but talk about mental health wellness and it also helps you to heal as well so I hope that some of my tips help. I hope that um, you find encouragement or you find a way that you can help yourself be better and help other people be better and be more um, comfortable with what you may be going through in your mental health wellness and journey and your healing journey. Once again, thank you so much. My name is Lashante, and I really appreciate the opportunity to speak up about what it's like to grow up, be diagnosed, and heal from post-traumatic stress disorder.